Motiversity family, it's Marcus Taylor. And I want to thank you for tuning in to the Motivation Daily Podcast by Motiversity, one of the top 50 podcasts in the world. If you enjoy listening to Motiversity and this podcast, you need to download the Mindset Daily Motivation app. On it, you'll gain access to thousands of motivational speeches, including Motiversity's and mine. And now, with the new Mindset Alarm feature, you can start each day with purpose, waking up to powerful audios like this one. You may be average, you may be ordinary, but you have the opportunity every single day to make extraordinary decisions. And what you do today will determine your future. To download Mindset, just go to MindsetApp.com or search for Mindset Daily Motivation on the Apple or Google Play Store and listen to motivational speeches while getting ready for the day. Click the link to download Mindset now and get ready to transform your life. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You had to work an extra job or two. But you're here. For a lot of you, even though you made it up the hill, you carry the baggage of rejection with you. But you're here. So many people are waiting. You're you're waiting for things to be perfect. You're waiting for everyone to get themselves together. Imagine you read one hour a day about history. How much you will learn after 365 hours in one year. Think about if you study about the history of musicians, of composers, how much you would know. You went to Ivy, yep. right? Now you've got a lot of people that uh, say, uh, forget about school, you know, they're drop idiots. out of school. They're, they're idiots. So you think they're, they're idiots. idiots. I bet most of your people who've sat in this chair, it's not about what college they went to. It's about their own initiative, their own drive, their own ambitions, their own curiosity. Purpose is an essential element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. 
You're waiting for someone to give you the opportunity. You're waiting for everything to line up. You're waiting for all the situations to come together perfectly. And I'm telling you, you cannot wait. You got to start working right now. Whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. Your life matters. Your voice matters. Your name matters. Sometimes you need to feel the pain and sting of defeat to activate the real passion and purpose that God predestined inside of you. Imagine you read one hour a day about history. How much you will learn after 365 hours in one year. Think about if you study about the history of musicians, of composers, how much you would know. Imagine if you would work on the business and some business that you want to develop every day for an hour. Imagine how further along you will go and get. So it drives me nuts because we have, when people say we don't have the time, we have 24 hours a day. We sleep six hours a day. So it gives you still 18 hours. And there's someone shaking their head out here in front to say probably, I don't sleep six hours, I sleep eight hours, right? But just sleep faster. So we have 18 hours a day. The average person works around eight to 10 hours. So let's assume it's 10 hours. So we have eight hours left. Then you travel around an hour a day, maybe two hours a day. So now you have still six hours left. So what do you do with the six hours? What do you do with the six hours? Then we eat a little bit, then we schmooze a little bit, talk a little bit to people and all that stuff. But you can see how much time there is available if you organize your day. So you got to work hard. I mean, let me tell you something. When I went to America, I went to college. I went and worked out five hours a day and I was working on construction because in those days in bodybuilding there was no money. We didn't, I didn't have the money for food supplements or anything. So I had to go to work. So I worked in construction. I went to college, I worked out in the gym and at night from 8 o'clock at night to 12 midnight I went to acting class four times a week. So I did all of that. There was not one single minute that I wasted. And this is why I'm standing here today. Now is the time to start building your marriage. Now is the time to start teaching and investing in your kids. Now is the time to start piecing your money together and getting yourself out of debt. Now is the time to start pursuing something greater. Now is the time to start building the vision that God put in your heart. Now is the time to start saving up for the home. Now is the time to start making those investments in yourself. You cannot wait. Don't wait another day. Don't wait another minute. Don't wait another moment. Now is 
your time. How long are you going to complain about what you don't have? How long are you going to complain about who didn't do it and who didn't take care of you and who didn't call you and who don't like you and what they said and what they think? Who cares what they think? Who cares what they said? This is not about them. This is about me. This is about what God wants to do in me. This is about the legacy that he wants me to build. This is about the impact he wants me to make. Why am I gonna put my legacy to the side in order to appease a person who don't know who I really am? You gotta get to a place where you recognize that I'm not just here passing time. I'm not just here just having fun, but I'm here to build legacy. I'm here to make things happen. I'm here to change the world. Now is your time. My experience is with people that we're probably running at about 51% of our capacity. Something, I mean, you can think about this yourselves. I often ask undergraduates how many hours a day you waste or how many hours a week you waste. And the classic answer is something like four to six hours a day. You know, inefficient studying, uh, watching things on YouTube that not only do you not want to watch, that you don't even care about, that make you feel horrible about watching after you're done. That's probably four hours right there. You know, you think, well, that's 20, 25 hours a week. It's 100 hours a month. That's two and a half full work weeks. It's half a year of work weeks per year. And if your time is worth $20 an hour, which is a radical underestimate, it's probably more like 50 if you think about it in terms of deferred wages. If you're wasting 20 hours a week, you're wasting $50,000 a year. And you are doing that right now. And it's because you're young, wasting $50,000 a year is a way bigger catastrophe than it would be for me to waste it because I'm not gonna last nearly as long. And so if your life isn't everything it could be, you could ask yourself, well, what would happen if you just stopped wasting the opportunities that are in front of you? You'd be, who knows how much more efficient? 10 times more efficient, 20 times more efficient. That's the Pareto distribution. You have no idea how efficient, efficient people get. It's completely, it's off the charts. Best thing you can do is teach people to write because there's no difference between that and thinking. And one of the things that just blows me away about universities is that no one ever tells students why they should write something. It's like, well, you have to do this assignment. Well, why are you writing? Well, you need the grade. It's like, no. You need to learn to think because thinking makes you act effectively in the world. Thinking makes you win the battles you undertake. And those could be battles for good things. If you can think and speak and write, you are absolutely deadly. Nothing can get in your way. So that's why you learn to write. It's like, and I can't believe that people aren't just told that. It's, it's, it's like, it's the most powerful weapon you can possibly provide someone with. And I, I mean, I know lots of people who've been staggeringly successful and watched them throughout my life. I mean, those people, you don't want to have an argument with them. They'll just slash you into pieces. 
and not in a malevolent way. It's like, if you're gonna make your point and they're gonna make their point, you better have your points organized because otherwise you are gonna look like and be an absolute idiot. You are not gonna get anywhere. And if you can formulate your arguments coherently and make a presentation, if you can speak to people, if you can lay out a proposal, God, people give you money, they give you opportunities, you have influence. Make it a schedule and stick to it. Okay, so what's the rule with the schedule? It's not a bloody prison. That's the first thing that people do wrong. They say, well, I don't like to have, follow a schedule. It's like, well, what kind of schedule are you setting up? Well, I, sh I have to do this, then I have to do this, then I have to do this, you know, and then I just go play video games because who wants to do all these things that I have to do? It's like wrong. Set the schedule up so that you have the day you want. That's the trick. It's like, okay, I've got tomorrow. If I was gonna set it up so it was the best possible day I could have, practically speaking, what would it look like? Well, then you schedule that. And obviously there's a bit of responsibility that's gonna go along with that because if you have any sense, one of the things that you're gonna insist upon is that at the end of the day, you're not in worse shape than you were that, than at the beginning of the day, right? Because that's a stupid day. If you have a bunch of those in a row, you just dig, you know, you dig yourself a hole and then you bury yourself in it. It's like, sorry, that's just not a good strategy. It's a bad strategy. So maybe 20% of your day has to be responsibility and obligation, or maybe it's more than that, depending on how far behind you are. But even that, you can, you can ask yourself, okay, well, I've got these responsibilities. I have to schedule the things in. What's the right ratio of responsibility to reward? And you can ask yourself that, just like you'd negotiate with someone who is working for you. It's like, okay, you gotta work tomorrow. Okay, so I want you to work tomorrow. And you might say, okay, well, what are you gonna do for me that makes it likely that I'll work for you? Well, you could ask yourself that, you know? So maybe you do an hour of, of responsibility and then you play a video game for 15 minutes. I don't know, whatever turns your crank, man. But, you know, you have to negotiate with yourself and not tyrannize yourself. Like you're negotiating with someone that you care for, that you would like to be productive and have a good life. And, and that's how you make the schedule. It's like, and then you look at the day and you think, well, if I had that day, that'd be good. Great. You know, and you, you're useless and horrible, so you'll probably only hit it with about 70% accuracy, but that beats the hell out of zero, right? And if you hit it even with 50% accuracy, another rule is, well, aim for 51% the next week, or 50.5% for God's sake, or because you're, you're gonna hit that position where things start to loop back positively and spiral you upward. On my tombstone, I want the epitaph be ashamed to die until you have scored some victory for humanity. Many people look for meaning in life as though it's gonna be under a rock or behind a tree. Well, there's my meaning. You have more power than that. You have the power to create meaning in your life rather than passively look for it. Meaning to me is, do I know more about the world today than I did yesterday, that enhances meaning for me. And if that accumulates and, and accrues daily, in a month you, you know way more than you did than just that day later, so that you continue to grow. My first question of me wasn't, where do I find meaning? It was, how do I create meaning? And that started early, early teens. You can draw a line in the sand between people who transgress, but do not hold power over you. This is a famous quote from Martin Luther King. 
you can only be ridden if your back is bent. When I grew up, it was very common to hear the phrase, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I haven't heard that phrase in a long time. I don't hear it recited in the elementary schools. What I think has happened over the years is we came to learn as a civilization that words can be hurtful. That's an advance in, in mental health. What I see on the flip side of that coin, however, is people are less able to deal with the very same people who are around today who were around back then, who are calling you names. I can say from the era in which I grew up, I don't give a rat's ass what you say to me. Unless you are between me and some goal, then I'll have to navigate that some way. If there's a racist person or a sexist person or a person with some kind of cultural bias, I want to know that, actually. I want you to say everything you want to say. Then I'll say, okay, that's who you are. That's how you're thinking. So now what do I need to do because you're in my way? Do I dig under you, go around you, leap over you? Or do I go this way and then come out the other side? Yeah, it's longer. It's more effort. It's more energy. But on some level, it's sort of same different day. I can't say you're being racist, you're being... I, that's not... You got to navigate it. I think high school... That's where you learn how to deal with difficult people. There are people who are nasty. You're going to have to navigate them. There are people who you cannot interact with for whatever reason or another. They're going to be in the cubicle next to you in your workplace. So I think we undervalue the total social pot that people are tossed into in their high school experience. They want to say, oh, I could have learned more, but I had to deal with all these people. Hey. Having to deal with all these people is now in your portfolio. Your motivation for the guests that you have in this couch, they, they had some vision statement and they have grit. Okay, they got knocked down, they stood back up, they tried another way, they got knocked down again, then they were successful, either measured by wealth or influence or, or just joy in their life's passions. For me, what I do for the public, 80 plus percent of it is driven by duty not by ambition. That's how I view it, if that were the case. This is how I ended up hosting Cosmos in 2014. Andrean, widow of Carl Sagan, who was hugely talented, she approached me and said, would you consider hosting Cosmos? I said, I don't, there's a dozen people, maybe half a dozen others, who would jump at this opportunity. I don't need to do this, I really don't. Then I thought about it and I said, well, I met Carl Sagan when I was 17. I was applying to colleges, he was at Cornell. I had been accepted at Cornell, but didn't know what college I wanted to go to. And the admissions office saw that I wasn't totally in the moment there. They had forwarded my application to him for his reaction. And he sent me a letter. And I get this letter and I open it and it says, I understand you like the same stuff I like. Uh, do you want to come visit the campus to help you decide if you want to go to Cornell? He met me outside his building on a Saturday something really cool. He reached back, grabbed a book off the shelf. It was one of his books. And he signed it to me. Neil Tyson, future astronomer, signed Carl. Later in the day, I'm ready to go back to New York. It begins to snow, as it does often in December in Ithaca. And he says, here's my home number. If the bus can't get through from the snow, spend the night with my family and go back tomorrow. I'm thinking, who am I? Why? Why? I'm nobody. But I was somebody to him. And I said to myself, if I'm ever as remotely famous as he is, I will treat students the way he has treated me. 
hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.